Family from the Heart podcast episode number 230. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. Hi, this is Paul Young, author of The Shack, and you're listening to Cliff and Stephanie and Family from the Heart. And welcome back to another episode of Family from the Heart. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. I'm Stephanie Ravenscraft. This is the show that is designed to give you a behind-the-scenes look into the lives of the crazy people known as the Ravenscrafts. Those people who have given up on the ordinary life to pursue the lives for which they were created. And I am speaking about them as if they are in the third person. I know. Why like, am I doing I that? I thinking... Why is he speaking as if he's interviewing the Ravenscraft? I know. Rather than being one of and the And here are your hosts, Cliff and Stephanie. <laughs> you crack me up. I do crack you up. You do. I like it. So, Stephanie. Clifford. We have a great show today. One announcement I want to just get right out of the gate. Way to put the pressure on. It, oh, this is awesome. This is like the best episode of Family from the Heart we'll ever have. Or... It'll be like that episode. Oh, I remember it. <laughs> that episode. No, seriously. Uh, announcement right off the gate is I am going to be out of town next week. Mm-hmm. We will not be releasing an episode of Family from the Heart. There will not be an episode of Podcast Answer Man. So I'm I'm desperately hoping and praying there will be an episode. No, 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 no. Off. The- Why not? Um, because you'll be out of town. Okay. And we're taking a mental health day. A mental health day. All right. So an entire week without GSPN? An entire week without Wow. GSPN. That's going to be rough. I guess the only thing I can think of is to follow us on our Twitter accounts. To yeah. Make sure that you get your recommended daily allowance of Cliff and Stephanie. Yes. So, Did you see my last tweet yesterday? Uh you ask me that all the time. You I know, know I need to go in. You say you follow me all the time. I yet to believe you, but <laughs> you keep telling me. What was your last tweet? It was that um, nothing smells better than pumpkin pie, and I would bake one every day if my hips could handle it. <laughs> <laughs> I am very thankful that you don't bake p- pumpkin pies very often because I have a habit of eating them. The entire pie. The entire pie. Usually stretched now, around, here's course, the deal. In, uh, among in your, two days. Right. In, in your defense, M- Megan and Matthew did each have one piece of that pie exactly so cliff ate the rest of it and then he started eating my pie yeah. i made two pumpkin pies they were different yes in that one had crust and one had no crust and um a very nice yummy crunchy topping, topping. Yeah. yeah anyway yes pumpkin pie is a weakness it is oh. my kryptonite to if my workout you, regime if it helps you yes i'm currently out of pumpkin puree okay um, because I finished up what I had used, what I had made and froze last year. Because you can freeze it for up to a year. Mm-hmm. Um, I just used the last one on the pie that I made last night when my parents came for dinner. Gotcha. So um, I will not have any more pumpkin until the pumpkins that we got from our next topic. Until I bake them and puree right. them and... 
Well, we will we will talk about our next topic, which will also give you insight into the title of this episode. That's right. Uh, but before I do, I want to mention why I'm not going to be here next week. I'm actually traveling to Georgia for a three day boot camp on speaking, public speaking. I am going to learn how to become a more professional public speaker uh, to improve my skills of public speaking and also to learn the business side of public speaking, learning how to get paid, how to negotiate fees, speaker bureaus, and all of those other things. Not that I'm actually looking to go full-time into public speaking, although I certainly am looking to add public speaking as an additional source of income to Ravenscraft Enterprises LLC of what we do here to get our message out to the world, and not to mention the fact an opportunity to spread the power of podcasting to... Uh, large conferences of people around the world about what is possible when you get behind a microphone and share your life and how it can inspire and encourage, entertain and educate others and make a positive difference in the lives of people around the world. What he said, what I just said. So that's why I won't be here. I'll be at that. Right. I'll be at that boot camp and uh, I'll be desperately trying at night to keep up with the emails and, and maintain uh, some sort of balance through that period of time. Yeah, you're gonna have to let me know what time you have to be at the airport on Wednesday. Yeah, I got all those details. I'll I'll be sure happy to do. share with you. Mm-hmm. All right. So speaking of that, the title of this week's episode is "Grab That Gourd and Let's Go." <laughs> That's a good one. I did not know that. You know, we went to a special. You did not know that gourd was a word. Well, I knew that gourd was a word. I, a gourd, when I think of a gourd, for some reason, I was thinking about some kind of like maybe extra gigantic growth on somebody's face. You know, this. Okay. You got a Oh, dude, you got a gourd on your face or something like that. You know, one of those okay. big gigantic growths. All right. That's I, I don't I never knew what a gourd was. I, I, I don't hear the word very often, if ever. And and so we went to a pumpkin patch. We'll talk we more in detail about that in just a moment. But we went to this pumpkin patch and there's this giant squash down there. And I said, hey, so wait a second. We're at a pumpkin patch. Why are you getting this giant squash? And you tell me. It's not a squash. It's a gourd. Yeah. And I'm like, seriously? Why? You know, what, were, what are those big gigantic? We need to put a picture of it in the show notes because it's really pretty. <laughs> it is pretty. But what is what is that? It leaks. A you know, leak. You, you tell me that looks like a giant green onion. It, no, That's what you swear. It is it a leak. It is a giant green onion. There, there it <laughs> it doesn't look like it. It is. It is a giant green onion. It's a but green it's onion not. that that has had a little bit too much miracle grow, and all of a sudden, at one point, it goes from being a green onion to a leak. I have no idea why. <laughs> A leak is a stupid name for anything, and and I'm telling you that I watch Veggie Tales, and you there is no gourd on there. Yes, there is. It's a he's a squash. <laughs> okay, all right. He's a squash. Okay. Matter of fact, okay. I, I I looked up gourd before. Yes, you uh, did because you wanted to make sure that I was spelling it correctly. Well, no, I didn't say that. I I, I wanted no, to find I'm, out what I'm, a gourd is. I'm just saying. And um, and and check this out. So I'm going mm-hmm. to go here. It says a gourd is a plant of the family of the cucurbita. Something anyway. Gourd is occasionally used to describe crops like cucumbers, squash, 
loofahs, which by the way, I thought those were the spongy things you put in your shower. <laughs> Seriously, there's a loofah and melons. The term gourd, however, can more specifically refer to the plants of the two something or other, you know, the uh, which are, I can't even pronounce this stuff, or also to also to their hollow dried out shell. So anyway, gourd is so basically. I think it is a, a squash that that you got. That it's a giant squash, but it's also called a gourd. It's also called a gourd. So we're both right. Okay, would I'll you, take that. Would you agree with that? Sure. Based upon, I mean, Wikipedia says it, so it has to be true. That's right, because if it's on the internet, it's true. It's true. I love. By and the way, where did you find that? This is on Wikipedia. On the internet. <laughs> exactly. So here's the deal. It's total side tangent. We'll talk about the pumpkin patch in just a minute. But I want to. There is a veggie tail named Mr. Lunt. He's a he's a squash. Is a gourd. He's a squash. Wikipedia says he's a gourd. Let me see. Mr. Lunt uh, is a decorative gourd <laughs> who grew up. Which, by the way, gourd takes you to Wikipedia. I know. Which is Where, the article I know. Who grew up in I'm New Jersey and you. speaks with an Italian or Hispanic accent and often re. Uh, appears as Mr. Nezzer's assistant and they debut, debuted in Rack Shack and Benny which is a great episode. It is. Mr. Lunt. So he is a gourd, huh? He's a gourd. He's officially a gourd. Told you. I love it. So anyway, um, side, the side tangent. I want to go down the side tangent. So one of my... There's a the lot leak of, wasn't the side tangent? Uh, yeah, that was one <laughs> of them. I have another. Um, there are several commercials on television that I... I am a fan of. I actually, there are occasionally a commercial that it's like, wow, this is just as entertaining as watching this television show. It it used to be, it used to happen more often when Apple had really great commercials like the Mac versus the PC guy. I really miss Justin Long and, um, and the, uh, and the other guy and the other guy. I know his name and I, John Hodgman. Yes. That's there we go. See, I knew it. So anyway, commercial, it's, oh, it's State Farm app. They have this commercial for the oh. State Farm iPhone app. And this guy's out there mapping out an accident and stuff like that. And she says, oh, and I heard that I heard that State Farm, uh, had, you know, didn't have those. And it's like she he, the guy's like, where did you hear that? And she says on the Internet. And he's like, well, you know, you can't trust anything. And she goes, no, if it's on the Internet, it's true. Every because everything on the Internet has to be true. Where'd you hear that? And on the internet exactly right. and then all of a sudden this guy starts walking down she's the waiting street. for her date she's waiting for a date and she goes oh here's my date and i forget his name he, right but he's um he introduced a french model um where'd you meet him on the internet <laughs> yes and then he goes bonjour and it's, and it's a, a total, big burly guy <laughs> he's totally not french no but he he says bonjour and anyway it's hilarious so it's on the internet, gourd. So so we're at this we're at this uh, pumpkin patch, and we right. purchase all of these. The kids and I collect pumpkins that we want to bring home. Some of them are for um, pie for pie. Some of them are for decoration. And so I have this pile. And well, first we need to talk about how we got to the pumpkin patch. Okay. Okay. We rode a train, like which was so cool. I've I've never. Um, I mean, I've ridden the train at Disney World and King's Island, but I've never actually been on a passenger train. Right. So anyway, so you really want to have this family day and you find it. Um, we drive up to um, about an hour away 
in Ohio. And yeah. it's um, the Lebanon, Mason, and Moreau Railroad. Yes. And so we we come to the pumpkin patch by train. And then the kids and I decide we want to get all of these pumpkins and the one gourd. Yeah, a giant, a giant squash, which my right. wife says, no, it's a gourd. It's a gourd. So um, then we're trying to decide, well, how are we going to get these back to the car? Because we still have to ride the train back to where our car is parked. And so we're trying to figure out who can carry what. And um, the kids have on these big sweatshirts that have like the middle pocket, the one big middle pocket. And so they start stuffing smaller pumpkins into their pocket. And and, so, and I'm like, okay, well, I'll just put this one back, which was the gourd. I said, I'll just, I'll put it back. I, I don't really need it. It's not a big deal. And um, and so then the kids start putting the the tiny little pumpkins in their um, in their pockets on their sweatshirts and... Matthew or you, some one of you ended up having a free hand and you looked at Matt and you're like, grab the gourd and let's go. <laughs> and then he says, that's a sentence I never thought I'd say to my son. <laughs> grab the gourd and let's go. Grab the gourd and let's go. I never thought I would use that phrase in my life. I have to tell you though, the pumpkins, because um, I was looking to get some pumpkins and squash to decorate. Um, and at Kroger, they are five dollars a piece mm-hmm. um at the pumpkin patch they weighed them they sold them um by the ounce or whatever by the ounce, pound but they sold them by weight mm-hmm. and everything that we brought home cost thirty dollars the whole the whole thing the whole thing right like we wouldn't have been able i wouldn't have been able to get that at kroger for thirty dollars right i would have come home with six Right. Actually five because you have to have the change for tax. Yeah. So. So there you go. And, and basically I, I do want to talk about this. So so I was looking for a family thing to do uh, and and I'm like, you know, Stephanie's like, hey, we've got this long extended weekend. The kids had school, had no school on Friday or Monday um, and we had a pretty good day on Saturday, but this was Sunday, right? That mm-hmm. we were doing this. And I'm like, you know, what do you have planned for today? And she goes, nothing really. I was going to do some work around the house. I said, would you be willing to go out and do something? I I really want us to go out of the house and be together as a family, all five of us, just have some kind of fun, memorable experience. You know, and Stephanie's not up for Kings Island. And I'm like, okay, no big deal. I'll find something else other than Kings Island. But I want to do something fun. And, you know, back, you know, it was probably a, Almost a year ago, I remember looking at some brochures at some kind of Cracker Barrel or something like that. And, I, and every now and then you'll see these scenic train tours or something like that. One hour scenic train passenger t- passenger train tour. You know, that's these old antique railroads. And um, I'm like, that, that would be, that's something I think would be fun today. Especially now the fall is here, the leaves are turning. This would be a really cool experience. So I start looking up, you know, railroads that are available in our area. And so one, I, I researched a bunch of them and looking at the times, there was one where, hey, we've still got plenty of time to get to this. And it was the LM&M Railroad. It is the Lebanon Mason Monroe Railroad. It says this railroad operating from the historic downtown Lebanon offers scenic train rides through southwestern Ohio 
in Warden County. The nostalgic train rides uh, present passengers with the opportunity to learn about local history and the railroad operations while creating an everlasting memories, memories with family and friends. The unique location of the historic downtown Lebanon grants visitors the ability to experience the local splendor through shopping and dining in the ch- charming tourist town. Uh, more information about LMNM can it, and its history can be found by checking out their history page. And that is at LebanonRR.com. And Lebanon is L-E-B-A-N-O-N. But anyway, they have this Lebanon Railroad there. And sure enough, we bought some tickets. Um, I think it was like $80 for all five of us to go on this thing. And and it was actually more expensive because of the stop at the pumpkin patch. So basically, right. our our fee to get into the pumpkin patch in, was, included. was included in this. But anyway, it was a 45-minute train ride there, first and foremost. And this train, what, what year were the cars from? 1930. So they were 1930. And they were called heavy cars. Uh, so these train cars were called heavy cars. And the reason why they were called heavy cars is because the floor of this train car was poured concrete. And um, but it, I mean, they these seats, it was just it was really cool to to be on this passenger train and be riding through this very scenic thing. Now, the what was even better is that you could actually walk from train car to train car and when you're in between two cars and you see the two connections and it's like, dude, OK, that's a little freaky, you know, because the cars are bouncing on and off of each other and 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 stuff like that. It's like, wow, seriously, they let people do this. But it, it it's actually pretty cool. And uh, we did. And they had one open car, which is kind of like if you could imagine it's it's just a it's a train car with no roof on it, no sides on it. It's It's just got little it's got a rail. And you can imagine you carry cargo there, but it's, it has no roof. So it's an open car. And they actually have built a little bench in the center of it and some stuff like that. But you can sit, stand up on the side. And it is so cool. I was You were able to go out and stand up on the train as it's driving down this, riding down this uh, railroad. It was a blast. It was so much fun. What was amazing but- is Stephanie loved it. I did. I loved it. McKenna loved it, Matthew loved it, and Megan loved it. Now, our kids are between the ages of uh, seven and Megan's going on 13. So this is this was an event that was just really awesome. Um, it, so we drove 45 minutes out. Then we stop at, we actually stopped at the uh, at this farm. It just stops on the track and it waits there for an hour and 15 minutes for us to go through the the thing we'll come back to the pumpkin patch in a little bit but then we get back on the train and ride back for 45 minutes going basically you're going to see everything else you saw before but in the reverse right order but it is it was still it was a blast it was so much fun and it was so much fun that the kids said can we make this a family tradition yeah when you were outside um on the open car um, I think it was Megan was said it was her idea said, can we make this a family tradition? And she even said, I can imagine us meeting up here when we have kids and meeting you guys up here and doing this. I'm like, yeah, not something that she wants to stop doing when she turns 18. 
she really had a good time. It, it, it was that good. Yeah. It was that good. We made a lifetime memory for 80 bucks. Right. Plus $30 in pumpkins. And we'll True. talk about some pie in just a minute, which we're going to tell you. We're going to expose them for the frauds <laughs> that they are. They're going down. They're going down. But anyway, so seriously, this is this is something that, and, and it, it was cool. It, it, it's not, it, it is, it is a, it could be an autumn thing that we do. And, and it's going to be the railroad trip to the pumpkin patch. If they do it each year, we'll so do it. So much fun. So, uh, and, and by the way, I took a little short 30 second video clip and put it on YouTube or uploaded it to uh, Facebook and, uh, also shared it on Twitter and people are like, Oh, that's really cool that I wish I could do that. And, and I guess we're blessed because in Kentucky, there's, I think two or three different scenic trains and this one's in Ohio. Um, and we're, I, I, I've decided I want to, I want to sign us up for some more of these. I want to go. He wants to ride more trains. I, it, it is, it is fun. It is fun. We enjoyed it. So anyway, that's that's what we did, and it, it went really well. So we're at the pumpkin patch. Let's right. talk about this. And they had um they had a corn maze, which was fun, and I loved that it wasn't too difficult. <laughs> well, see, and you loved that. We wished the the kids and I wish it was a little bit bigger, and that it was potentially a little bit more difficult to the, get out of. Okay, yeah, no, um, I would have issues <laughs> with that <laughs> childhood trauma. <laughs> <laughs> no, I really liked that it was easy for me to find my way out. Um, but I did have fun with the kids. And so we did the corn maze and then we walked down to the pumpkin patch and walked around for a while. While we were down there, the kids found um, quite a few teeny tiny pumpkins. Yeah, little tiny ones. And... um so we'd let them pick them. Um, McKenna had at one point um, gotten away from us a little bit. And she starts screaming. And I'm like, what's the matter? You know, I turn around and I'm I'm asking her what's the matter. And she's just standing there screaming like she's frozen. And, and um, I am not a parent who normally like freaks out at the sight of my child screaming. I'm just not. So I'm not freaking out. And then about 15 seconds after she's screaming, I realize, what if there's a snake down there? <laughs> like I'd be screaming too. Um, so, but anyway, I got to her. It was not a snake. Um, she thought she had bugs on her, but they were like little um, spurs that had come off of a plant that stuck. One was stuck to her arm and one was stuck to the back of her shirt and um, or to her sleeve, not to her arm. But um she she was freaking out. Yeah. <laughs> um and then and then af- so after we I mean we walked through the pumpkin patch for a long time. There were I was trying to get extra steps in. All different kinds of um shapes and sizes and colors. It was I enjoyed that. It was I fun. Did. It, it was w- fun just to walk through. Uh it was it you know the weather was it was a very fall day. I mean, it was the the leaves had turned and Mm -hmm. it was beautiful and it was just a great it was so laid back and an hour and 15 minutes there was is was just the right amount of time. Mm -hmm. And what's cool is that, you know, we've gone we've a couple years ago, we drove quite a ways to get to a pumpkin patch and we just drove there and hung out and, and then we drove, you know, we went back and it's like. You know, and and that was an okay experience, but it wasn't like this. And by the way, the one we drove to 
was actually a better farm right than the one than the it's the um how do how would you say that name stephanie shrapture uh shrapature shrapature it's no. the sh- no. shrapture it's yeah. s-c-h-a-p-p shap and then a-c-h-e-r so shrapture Shapature or Shapshire, Shapshire Farm. Something. Anyway, it's whatever it is. Um, the the one that we drove to a long time ago was a much better pumpkin patch, if you will. Mm-hmm. They had more things. It was kind of, you know, they did a lot more there. Um, and I, I love that our kids remember that um, because Megan said, she said, I think I remember that. Is that the one where, because we had pictures on the wall from that when they found their pumpkins, and um and I, yes it was but she actually remembers going yep. to that pumpkin patch so, so that was that was a better farm i think than this but this was a better overall experience because of the train ride and you know we we just had an hour and 15 minutes to kind of do our thing and it and it was just enough just enough it was just enough we didn't feel like we needed to stay there longer or anything like that which was, is good because it, it good. started to rain it did start to rain now here's the thing um we we had seen some folks coming off the train before us with pumpkin pie. And it's like, <gasps> ooh, pumpkin pie from the farm that has the pumpkin patch. And so what does one assume? One would assume that they have pumpkin pie. Exactly. <laughs> and And how would you think that they would have come about having such pumpkin pie? Would, Not the same way I come about having my pumpkin pie. Well, tell me, Stephanie, when you make pumpkin pies or when we have pumpkin pie, mm-hmm. where does that come from? How do, how how does that happen? Well, I take pumpkin pumpkin puree and I mix it with some well, eggs. Where do and you some get the pumpkin puree? The, do you just buy that and get it out of a can? No, I take a pumpkin and I bake it and I. So you take clean, a pumpkin, yeah. clean its insides out, bake down and 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 in heat the 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 pumpkin. Mm-hmm. And then you take it and put it into a food processor, puree it, and then you have pumpkin puree. And then I have pumpkin puree, and from that I make pumpkin pie. From scratch? I do. All right. Now, okay, do you, are you a farmer? I am not. Okay, and do you, have you ever, uh, you know, gone out and grown an entire patch of pumpkins that you... I have not. Okay, but if you had a farm... I did grow one pumpkin. I know you did. It died. (laughs) I, but if you had an entire farm that was a pumpkin patch that you charged admission to and you had this stand and you sold pumpkin pie, you would assume you might. One could get, assume. One might assume that that might be pumpkin from the actual facilities. No, my friends, after <laughs> we buy five slices Four slices? Canada doesn't eat pumpkin pie. Okay. After we buy four slices. like a pumpkin. (laughs) After we buy four slices of pumpkin pie, Stephanie's like, "Uh, look over there. It's store-bought. It was store-bought and more than likely previously frozen pumpkin pie. (laughs) It was fine. My pumpkin pie is better. It was horrendous. It was nasty. It was disgusting. But he still ate it. So it wasn't that bad. <laughs> I just want to clear that up right now. Uh, I was it wasn't so, great, though. I was so let down. I'll tell you what, though. I think I would have been more let down had I not seen, like, 
if I went, if I left, assuming that that was fresh pumpkin pie. Yes. Because it wasn't very good. And, you know, I'm thinking, okay, this could be. Yeah. But well, the only thing knowing is, knowing what it was helped me. The only thing is, is we saw them at the other end of the counter, slight, you know, slicing right. with a knife and pulling these pieces out. And then they're sitting in a case. Right. You know, so the, it, it it's made to appear as though these might be from the farm. And oh, man, that, that was a total letdown. And I'm totally exposing them for the frauds that they are. That's OK. It was still a fantastic <laughs> experience. Maybe next year when we go back, we'll have a caramel apple. <laughs> Not a chance. No, Cliff will have store-bought pumpkin pie. <laughs> I probably will. <laughs> I'll have a caramel uh, apple and McKenna will have a pumpkin shaped like cookie. Uh, I shouldn't call them total frauds because they, it did not say farm fresh pumpkin pie. It did pie. not. They did not advertise any such thing and it was based purely upon my assumptions. And so therefore I am only let down because of my unspoken, unrealistic, did you assume? unrealistic You know what you do when you assume. Yes, I know. I made a total donkey. Which, by the way, we saw some donkeys on the we way did. to the, the thing out in the field. Yeah, we did. I had never seen donkeys in a field before like that. And huh. it was pretty cool. Very. All righty. So, oh, let me get back to my list. <laughs> there was this shirt that Matthew wanted when I took him clothes shopping. Yeah. And it had five or six um, donkeys on them. And they were all dressed up differently. And... um. And he's like, Mom, this shirt is so cute. I I, I like this shirt. Can, he didn't use the word cute. But um, he's like, Mom, I, I like this shirt. It's funny. Can can I get it? And I'm like, Matthew, that shirt is not appropriate. And he's like, why? I, I don't get it. And I, I Just trust me, Matt. You're not going to be allowed to wear that shirt. It's inappropriate. So it's got all of these dummy or all of these donkeys. And underneath of it, one says smart. One says, um, one says Jack. One says dumb one says fat and one says something else. i don't remember what the other one was and he didn't get it and megan had to explain it to him <laughs> once megan explained it to him he wanted the shirt more <laughs> that's hilarious oh what kind of children are we raising here the heathenistic kind we are yes. that's okay we're total heretics that's they'll turn out all right yeah, I'm, so. I'm i'm holding faith to that i know so anyway, it, we're about 30 minutes in. It is now time for us to tell you about the uh, opportunity that you have to become a PLUS member. This is something that uh, we are promoting now that uh, we are uh, without a regular sponsor for Family from the Heart. If you want to learn more information about what PLUS, uh, PLUS membership is and how you can contribute to the content and community of GSPN, head over to gspn.tv slash plus. It's because of our plus members and the sponsor that we had for the show for four and a half years that we've been able to get to this place today and consistently record content, except for next week, of course. <laughs> you know, but with the very rare exception of missing a week, maybe twice a year, we are consistently here for you guys. And we are so thankful for the support that we've uh, received from this community. And so Again, gspn.tv slash plus, or if you just go to gspn.tv on the right-hand side, there's a brand new gra graphic that says become a plus member today. And if nothing else, just go to check the website and check out that awesome graphic that our good friend Jenny Hampson put together for us. It and it's a great graphic. At the bottom of that page, there are some affiliate links, uh, some additional ways that folks could support us by shopping through Amazon or B&H Photo or 
setting up a blog through uh, Bluehost. There are other opportunities there as well. All of that information, gspn.tv slash plus. We are incredibly thankful to our plus members. Can I tell, tell folks, Stephanie, I, I, it's been a long time since I've given people an update on how many people ha- who are plus members. And by the way, once you become a plus member once, if you've ever contributed at any point financially to uh, the content community of GSPN, then you're a plus member for life. And if I go here right now, I can tell you that we have, and I'm scrolling all the way down, 577 plus members. Wow. 577 people who have financially contributed to this over the years. And so we're incredibly thankful. All right, moving along, we have some other fun stuff to talk about. I told you this is going to be a good episode. Yes, fun stuff. All right, so you want to talk about my cervix? (laughs) No, (laughs) but apparently you do because you record a whole podcast. (gasps) Oh, Um, gosh, this was hilarious. Hey, here's the thing. You never claimed to... To, to major in anatomy. No. I, I, that, and that became clear with my most recent episode of Pursuing a Balanced Life. If you go to pursuingabalancedlife.com and check out episode number 523, it's titled Be Thankful and Remain Positive. And I had given an update about some chest pain that I had been having. Well, actually, it started to flare up again about October of last year and went away after spending a couple days in the hospital. Turns out they did a workup on my heart. Everything is fine with my cardiovascular system. I'm good to go there. Um, But then when I started working out again uh, earlier this year, that same area started to have a problem again. And it turns out I actually have a very close personal friend of mine who happens to be a very well-known and very uh, high-profile sports injury uh, doctor, orthopedic surgeon uh, for a very popular hospital. And, and I said, hey, you know, can you give me some advice here? And it turns out he says, you could do tons of tests. He goes, regardless of what the tests say, I can tell you right now, the, the treatment would be the same. And that is you need to give it time to heal in that area. But it sounds to me like you have a hairline fracture in one of your re- ribs where it meets the bone in the middle. And I'm and then the podcast, I'm like, ah, and I know what this is called. And I'm like, and, and just out of, it's like, I couldn't, it's like, what is that called? That, that area there? It's not the solar place. Is, is it the cervix or? No, honey, it's not. <laughs> and I get, all of a sudden I publish this episode and everybody's emailing me and, and sending me Twitter messages. Dude, it's not the cervix. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, my, the best one was my sister. And I've got the text message here. Let me pull this up. My sister sends me a text message at 1246 a.m. Listen to your podcast today. While I'm concerned about your overall health, I'm confident that you don't have a cervix. Laugh out loud. Cliff, the cervix is a part of the uterus that joins at the top of the vagina. Love (laughs) you. It's like, that is hilarious. So... Oh, man. Yes, it was my sternum. It is. My sternum. Yes, I, it's, it is. I actually have uh, a hairline fracture where my rib meets my sternum. And um, when I started working out again, when we were going to the track, I was running heavy and hard. And I mean, I was giving my, I mean, my well, my belly was pulling up and down on my chest area. And, and basically, I, I've had this tear there for a long time. And it it kind of re 
did that and I was stretching and I felt that tension there and I figured I just need to stretch this out and the more I stretched the more I was kind of keeping my body from healing itself it might go a couple days and start to heal and and of course I'm sitting there pulling it apart again all these times over and over again finally once I figure out that this might be the case I kind of just make it take it easy in that area and it's feeling better and I have no pain at all right it's gone it's completely gone it's not completely healed but it's the pain, the pain is, is completely gone. gone. And I just got to make sure that I'm not lifting anything heavy. I'm not doing any kind of special, you know, pulling things to to re-injure myself there. But uh, yes, that was probably one of my one of my best foot in the mouth kind of. Uh, That's nice. Statements made in a podcast. That's, nice. That's all right. No one is perfect. Oh, I try to be sometimes. So, you know what? Let's keep things Except talking about. Maybe Luke's. <laughs> Social studies teacher. Anyway, how about we ahead. how what? about we move into cleaning the garage? You want to talk about that? We um last week you were all like kids are off. Let, where are we gonna go? What are we gonna do? I'm like, dude, I'm cleaning the garage. And I'm like, uh right. So I had these plans to clean the garage on Friday with Sarah, um, and she gets here and she's like, so what are we gonna do? And I'm like, um, exactly what we're doing. And we so we just spent the day hanging out, having fun, looking at magazines, getting ideas for things that we're going to do to our houses and all kinds of stuff. So Saturday, I get up. We have breakfast with your parents. I come home and I actually go out into the garage. But there was like nowhere to move, nowhere to move anything. And I felt so completely overwhelmed. And, um, and you came out, you said you had always intended on helping me, which was news to me. And, um, and we cleaned out the garage together. And so now we have, we have our little workout corner and then we have a a corner of like, if you divide our garage into fourths, Mm -hmm. we have our fourth that is our workout area. We have a fourth that is things that we're going to sell. We have a fourth that is full of just trash and we have the back forth, which has a few more th- items to sell. And so you can move out there and um, it doesn't seem cluttered. It, it, you know, I just. And our county's getting, is having, is it's actually going right, right now. They have yeah. an, a bulk cleanup sale. So it doesn't cost you anything. You can take a truck. It's a look. collection. It's not a sale. It's just, I, I, that's they're, what I they'll mean. collect it, your, it's a collection. Yeah. So basically you can take a pickup truck full of all kinds of trash, mm-hmm. anything you want and drop Except it off. Paint. <laughs> no, well, there are restrictions, okay. but yes. Yeah. But I mean, anything other than hazardous waste, you can take there and they will take it off your hands and, and dump it, trash it, take care of it. And it doesn't cost you anything. So, and that happens to be this week. Yeah, it happens to be this week. How so cool is that? So uh, we have plans Saturday, on Saturday. Mm-hmm. On Saturday, we're going to pick up or pack up the truck with all the fourth of the garage that is right. all. It's probably going to take up more than one. Yeah. Packing up. But but we're going to get rid of it. It's going to yeah. be gone. All the trash will be gone this weekend, which is really cool. Um, the other thing we're going to do this weekend is put some stuff on Craigslist and uh, the things that we want to sell and see if we can't get rid of that stuff. And whatever doesn't sell. Uh, we will we can donate, donate or, or do something. Yeah. With. So looking forward to getting rid of all of that. And I am too, because that is, that is all part of phase one to, to renovate, to renovating the garage. Yep. Which I don't know what your timeline is, but I have a timeline in my mind. So, um, yeah, 
Yeah. Well, we'll I don't know where yours fits into that. Yeah. Well, that's mine. when is your timeline? Spring. Spring. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah my, mine's about that. And yeah. I'd like to have you out of here and have Matt in here by spring. Yeah. That's yeah. that's very but that there's some possibility there. And, and who knows, maybe even sooner. We don't. Right. I mean, we, it, yeah. Once that area is clean, it's like, wait a second. I wonder if we could just go yeah. ahead and just knock this out. And Well, I think we could. So. Honestly. Honestly, I think we could because we have the money set aside to do it. Because the entire it. garage it's, would become our studio. Right. Or business area. In, and it's needed. And and not and it would actually increase the percentage, I think, that the business has to pay for rent. And okay. I, I would imagine since it's all going towards the, it's for the business space, the renovations be, could be covered by the business as well. Right. So... Yeah, that might be a question you need to call in and ask. Um, our CPA, our CPA. Yeah, yeah. But um, so but yeah. yeah. So we got the and it, it's amazing how how much I felt like that space being um disorganized and trashed affected how I was thinking about cleaning out the rest of the house because I've started this new project. Well, it's not really new. I've kind of been working on it on and off all year but now i'm like finding a way i want to get these things done and i'm finding a way to do these things um of redoing pretty much the entire house i want to repaint upstairs the colors that are upstairs i don't think reflect who i am um or who i'm finding out that i am and so I couldn't really I couldn't really focus on the things that I wanted to do because my mind was so wrapped around how much of a problem the garage was. But now with the garage clean, I can think again. Yep. It's fantastic. I have a question for you. What time do we have to go get the kids? Um Or you have to go get the kids, I should say. 2:40? 2:40? Why don't You know what we could do? We could. You're going to stop here and you're going to record a whole nother episode because you cannot handle not having two episodes next week or no episode next week. I was thinking about it. But you already announced that there's no show next week. Why can't you just like live with that? All right. Never mind. Moving forward. Because then they're going to hear there's no show and then. Okay. There's going to be a show. All right. Okay. So here. Okay. How about this? (laughs) Dude. Here's people pleasing and just. It's not people pleasing. I just want to have something there next week. So. So check this out. For those of you, go ahead and uh, stop listening right now. Hit the pause button, stop button, whatever. Come back next week. Come back next week and listen to the rest of the show. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing is, though, as I was going to say, we could actually do a whole nother 45 minute show. We could. Uh, if that's what you want to do, that's fine. No, we. you're right. We'll just go ahead and do what we're doing and we'll move forward. Oh, my goodness. We're going to do what we're doing. We're just going to do what we're doing. Uh, anyway. So the dishes that I want. Um, yes. That's They're, not on my list. It's not. I, it was, we're going to do what we're doing. Anyway, um, <laughs> I, I want these these dishes and they have um, words on them. Yeah. Um, like what kind of words? Like the plate says imagine. And I, I have the the spoon rest says rest. Mm-hmm. My salt and pepper shakers say savor and flavor. Mm-hmm. Um, the, <laughs> the very overcrowded... Um, um, utensils crocs says simplify <laughs> and i kind of laugh every time i look at it because i'm like clearly you're not simplified but um but i love i love words um like that words that dis- describe how i want to live my life how what 
things I want surrounding me. And I found these dishes a few years ago. Sarah actually bought me the the pieces that I have for Christmas. And um, so I want to finish the collection. Okay. And um, and the, there is a casserole plate that you would, um, or dish that you would make like lasagna in or something. And it says, it is what it is. It is what it is. We're going to keep doing what we're doing. It is what it is. Nice. All right. So, Stephanie, we could, we've talked about uh, cleaning out the garage. We have, there. let me give you the topics that we have right now. Uh, 666 Park Avenue, our thoughts on it. Uh, Fitbit Challenge. Uh, dental bills coming in Toyota Highlander. Right. Would Should we go straight in? Since we talked about the garage and we've got the workout room, let's go ahead and talk about the Fitbit Challenge. Let's do that. That's fine. So what would you say about the Fitbit challenge to get us started? You're going down. That's I'm, what I'm going to say. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I say that and I'm feeling very competitive in this moment. But when I get into the midst of living my day to day life, I wonder how much I'll actually be able to keep up with your Fitbit challenge. So you've started, you've talked about it mm-hmm. in your competitive nature. Yeah. Um, you are competing with several other started out with just you and a couple of guys yeah it was just me and, and apparently a now every time you friend someone we're we're instantly um there are 19 entered people into now. this actually with stephen cross stephen cross um he's he lost got a, his fitbit he did he but he bought a replacement he oh, just okay. hasn't pulled it out of the box yet and charged because he's afraid he's gonna lose it well <laughs> he, i think he's afraid he's gonna see how he stacks up against cliff ravenscraft <laughs> poor guy so um so there's 20 of us so i've had i mean i had I had a Fitbit first. Yes, you did. And got out of the practice of using it. Um, we decided, I decided I wanted a new one. Um, purchased that, having a great time setting my goals and um, trying to meet them and being comfortable and extending myself grace on the days that I don't. Mm-hmm. Um, but you have been going really hard at this challenge i have well number one i have a goal of losing 200 pounds or lose or getting <laughs> under 200 pounds right by the end of this year which is right. effectively losing 55 pounds right uh from august through the end of the year it's not a lot of time so i have to be aggressive i mm-hmm. have to do some crazy things to to get the weight off and i want to do it biggest loser style you know i'm just you know that for me right now that that right my current goal is 14,300 steps per day, which is 6.2 miles per day. Right. And um, my goal... You know what is funny is that when um, when I was at the height of losing my weight, I was doing six miles a day. Mm-hmm. I was. Yep. And so that's that's my goal. And of course, to get to that, of course, I, right now... I physically can't run. If I do run, I'm going to re-agitate the area of my chest. I'm going to, that, that it will pull uh, my sternum uh, and and that that could re-injure that space and, and prolong the healing or restart the healing right, process right. again. So I have to walk and I am walking and it takes me two hours on the treadmill to get to the space of, of uh, 14,300 steps, which that's a lot of time. And of course, this has caused me, a, it's caused a couple different things. Number one, I want to meet those goals. It, my physical health now is a massive priority. It's where it's in a priority stance where it should be. And because I'm taking two hours of my day to work out, it's caused me to be much more sensitive about the time, the things I commit to in other areas because there are there are definitely 
uh, a hierarchy of priorities within my business and the things that are lower down on the prior list that used to be, you know, things I would say yes to, I'm actually saying no to now. And so there's a lot of one-on-one coaching and consulting that I have to say no to so that I can say, yeah, so that I can get my workout. And the thing is, is that is actually having, it's actually costing money. If you think about it, it's opportunity cost. It's literally costing me money to work out every day. However, I consider that to be an investment in my health. And that is very important. What can you turn that fan my way? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Are you going to say something while I do it? Sure. Yeah. I'll say, so, so you started this, um, this, this challenge and you've said things to me kind of like egging me on and trying to get me involved. And I'm just like, whatever. And, um, and then I'll, I'll play along and I'll be like, you don't want me involved because you're going (laughs) down. And, um, so finally, um, today I let you friend me on, um, Oh, we're friends now. (laughs) We're friends now. (laughs) Um, on, Fitbit and um and so now I've I've I have launched myself into you're one of the 20 this competition I'm now one of the 20 and now I'm like watch out because it's 127 Mm -hmm. in the afternoon on Thursday October 18th I have over 4,000 steps today because while I watched Nashville this morning I jogged in place instead of laying in bed um and I have made a commitment to myself that any of those shows that I watch, um, I will watch while in motion. Yep. Um, and today I only did half. I, I only did um, physical activity for half of the of the television show Nashville because my foot started to feel funny. Mm-hmm. And um, so I sat down and I was checking it out. Did and you then have it was your shoes time to, on? No. You should have your shoes on when no, you're it, doing that. It does it in my shoes too. I know, but um, still. I need new shoes anyway we had that conversation before we hit record um so um that and my feet don't like shoes i'm sorry they they are they're mad at me right now because i have shoes on and they're even super cute shoes mm-hmm. this is my favorite part of fall you want to see I'm wearing mm-hmm. boots yeah. yeah super cute but um my feet are mad at me i they don't do well in shoes yeah. at all but um so, so I'm part of the Fitbit challenge. You are. And and I can tell you right now, I know enough about you to know that you're you have a competitive streak inside of you as I'm well. I'm fairly competitive myself. And uh, I have a feeling that you will make it into the top five almost within the next couple of days. You'll get into the top five. And uh, within seven days, you will have intentionally been working into this. And I would say that you'll be a force to be reckoned with. <laughs> and uh, haven't you been saying that since day one yes <laughs> yes and uh, you know the thing is though is that I'm, I'm looking forward to it. i'm looking forward to having you challenge me to, because to be quite honest with you when i started this challenge i was thinking it, when i first got the fitbit it was you know i was trying to get seven thousand steps a day in right and then all of a sudden i you know i i started to befriend some people and the motivation has been to get ten thousand steps a day and that's where everybody else is. And then all of a sudden there was a couple people who were getting 11,000 or 12,000. I said, I'll show you guys. I'm going to do 14,300 steps a day. Right. And so that's been my goal. And and the thing is, is I did that and I was the first one out of everybody to reach 100,000 steps in a seven day period of time. And then all of a sudden I'm so far ahead of everybody that this past weekend 
they were not enough of a challenge for me. They, they, it's like, seriously guys. So Saturday and Sunday, we spent a lot of time as a family having some great family time. And both days I was like, I, one day I think I did 5,600 steps. And this on Sunday, I think I ended up right around 6,000 steps. And I went to bed both nights ending with those very, very, very low numbers. And I was still in first place. I mean, come on guys, Michael Stelzner, uh, Pat Flynn, come on, step it up, people. They don't need to. I'm on now. <laughs> so bring it on. If you guys want to learn more about this, um, we have a blog post at gspn.tv slash Fitbit. That's F-I-T-B-I-T, gspn.tv slash Fitbit. Not only is it a blog post where you can see a video, it's also an audio podcast episode where I talk about when I first got my Fitbit in Pursuing a Balanced Life. And um, you can pick one up. They have the uh, the one right now that I would suggest is the Ultra, the Fitbit Ultra. That's the ones that we use. That's yep. one that most everybody in the competition that we have going on is using. Um, they do have the new Fitbit. Um, I forget what it's called right now, but it's the little tiny mini one. Um, I, it, it's the $59 one. Right. I, I saw it at Best Buy. And for I would spend the hundred bucks, you know, spend forty dollars more and get the really good one. Um, it look it. I mean, the, the little tiny one, the little fifty nine dollar one. It has some features and functionalities that that are pretty cool. Like for example, it can do Bluetooth to your phone uh, if you have a phone like an iPhone 4s or an iPhone five, or if you have an Android phone that has um, uh, Bluetooth 4.0. But anyway, um, I would recommend the Ultra. Or if you're going to wait until November, uh, I think probably the first or second week in November, they're going to come out with what's called the Fitbit One, O-N-E. And that is going to have, it's going to, it may even replace the Fitbit Ultra. And it's actually going to have Bluetooth functionality and it's closer to the one that we have now. But um, honestly, I, I don't recommend waiting at this point. Fitbit Ultra. Get started. Get started. Right. Trust me. It's, you'll it's, find a you'll find a reason every day to wait or to put something off. Yeah, yeah. And if you want to join us, the the what you would do is you would go to gspn.tv/fitbitprofile. That's a short link to get you to my profile. And then what you would have to do is click add friend after you have your account set up. And if you add me as a friend, I will add you on. And uh, even if you're somebody who is more physically active than I am and stuff like that, I, I was originally trying to stay away from people who are runners and, and you know, those people, right. those crazy, super healthy, conscious fitness people right. that make me look sick. Uh, you know, I, I, I was avoiding them. But the thing is, is I need some challenge. <laughs> challenge I, him. I, I do. I want to, I want to, I want to stay at 14,300 steps a day on average and I need to be able to have other people who are at that level so that they can motivate me to stay at that level and not to be so far ahead and just take it easy and do less. So anyway, gspn.tv slash Fitbit profile will take you to my thing and then you can add me as a friend. You'll see my other friends there. Uh, you can you could click through on their names and request to add them as friends. Some of them are being more selective with who they approve as friends. It's not like Twitter, and if I could, you know, if I ever get an opportunity, I might reach out to somebody at Fitbit and actually talk to them about how they do this because I really believe they could, I mean, they would, I'm already selling tons of Fitbits. I mean, 
uh, out of the 20 people who are in this challenge, uh, you and I are two of them, but 18 other people bought, well, I think at least 17 of the 18 bought their Fitbit because of me. Right. And this is, this is only going to grow bigger. And especially now that I've actually told people how they could actually become a part of it. Uh, it, within two weeks, we'll probably have over 30 or 40 or 50 people on this. So come join us. GSPN.tv slash Fitbit profile is how you get to me. If you want to go out, by the way, the, if you go to GSPN.tv slash Fitbit, that blog post has our affiliate link where you can get that off of, uh, Amazon. So there you go. Um, yeah, that's that. So we have four more minutes until an hour. Uh, do we want to continue to move forward? A little That's extended little show. A little extended show since there's no show next week. Okay. So let, let's read the chat room uh, based on that. Uh, I, by the way, Carol uh, joined. Um, so Lourdes, what does Lourdes see there? Um, <laughs> she says, yeah, what? Uh, yay, we get to Fitbit with you too. Um, I must get one today. I'll be easy to beat. I'm not competitive at all. Evil smile. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Bring it on, Lourdes. All right. Carol says she was sick for a couple of weeks, but she's getting back to her exercise routine. Um, she has a Fitbit and she loves it. Good. Um, I just approved her today on my did you? list. Yep. Okay. And um, let's I'm pretty see. sure oh, she's somebody's on moving. Th- th- they're moving the thing. They're moving the thing. <laughs> they're they're typing, and so my thing is oh. jump jumping up anyway um murphy says he's glad carol is feeling better and he uh just got his flu shot 10 minutes ago oh wow rock on um fight those winter germs um okay patrick comments on lordez says the tiger before she pounces that's and funny he says i'm gonna get one for myself for christmas excellent daniel says hey cliff and stephanie as you organize my wife has great tips on her site at get simplified dot com that's get simple uh, simply f-i-z-e-d dot com get simplified dot com so go check, I'll that, check out. that out i will excellent and then uh very cool so uh we're looking forward to having many of you join us go out and grab a fitbit and uh request to be added as a friend and absolutely let's step it up together this is the this has been the biggest motivator and by the way father roderick i think is going to get one as well you said that he's in the netherlands now i believe he's going to have somebody here in the states get him one and ship it out to him okay i think we're i'm almost positive he's going to do this the thing is though he's a runner he's a runner he's a freak runner he is and i love you father roderick Mm -hmm. i do and but like when I scroll through my timeline and he's like ran 15 miles today, I'm like, Bleh. yeah, yeah. So yeah. if there, the thing is, though, it, in I, a good loving way. Yeah, there <laughs> there I could potentially be, you know, on the treadmill for Unfriending five hours him soon. No, 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 I'm talking about I, I might be on the treadmill for five hours. Dude, yeah. you're a husband and a dad. You don't have five hours to do the treadmill. All right. I'm, well. I mean, unless you're going to be doing it from. um midnight to 5 a.m that's what i was thinking that, i mean yeah that, that's the only other way to do it and that's not going to work because I'm if just, you are working out till 5 a.m you're going to be sleeping until 11 and then you're going to be working until nine and i'm just kidding i'm just i'm just setting it up in your mind so yeah. you can know well, in, i'm not in, for that well let's just put it this way in eight weeks my chest should be healed and, and then you can start running and then i might might well especially if it's on the treadmill it's on the pavement 
that stuff's hard on me. Mm-hmm. But on the treadmill, I've by the way, there was a time, the last time I was really active and stuff like that, we were going to the Y and I was running a th- uh, a 5K, which is 3.1 miles in 30 minutes. So um, I, I could do, you know, I could get to the place where I'm doing what takes me two hours right now in three months from now, I could be doing that in one hour. So just okay. stepping it up. Stepping it stepping up. Stepping it up. Stepping it up. So what else do we have here? Dude, you cost too much. Yes, I know. And if you weren't the one working to make the money, I'd have to fire you. Yeah. You keep saying we can't afford our kids. Now we can't afford you. Yes, You got to go. That's well, it. Well, here's the deal. I've had some dental concerns Um Last year, I had a tooth that completely cracked, like just like crazy. Um, and I went to the dentist and they said you could have a root canal and you could, but but actually no, root canal was not an option for that tooth uh, because they said it was too far down and right. there's just nothing to put a crown on. So the option was to get an, uh, was to have an extraction mm-hmm. and then to either have an implant was option number one. Uh, which from what I understand is right around Mm $3,000 to have a bridge, which would damage the tooth on both sides. Um, You know, they'd have to actually do some work on the tooth, a two teeth next to it. Um, And then the option number three was to have this little thing called, they call it the flipper or something like that. Um, And it's this little molded thing and it goes up to the roof of your mouth and it places it in there. I tried that and it, changed the way that i talked my they said your tongue memory would change and and stuff like that but i i couldn't even stand it for a day to talk like that let alone a week or two to get used to it and so i'm like no this is not going to happen so for the last year i've had if i smile really big you can see where i am missing a tooth right and so i've always kind of been a little self-conscious of that although it's not been so bad i mean i I I understand being self-conscious of your teeth yep that's i do and uh, well, what happened was when they filled that tooth um, or they, they actually extracted that tooth and she did a filling on the tooth right next to it. And that filling came out. And over the last year, that has a cavity in it. And so I'm recently experiencing some if, if food gets in that area, it is excruciatingly painful. And I'm talking excruciatingly painful. So Cliff went to the dentist yesterday and came home and he's like. I said, so what'd they say? And he pulls out the estimate of yeah. what they said. And then he's like, well, here's the paper where I have to go have a root canal, which just talking about makes my teeth hurt. Yeah. I've had a root canal on my front tooth and I've never had a root canal on any of my other teeth. So I only know what that feels like. And mm-hmm. like even talking about now, my, my mouth hurts. Yeah. Anyway. Um, and like, seriously. Okay. <laughs> Um, and, and so you, you now you have to have a root canal, which you're going to try to do, um, before you go to Georgia next week. And then you are going to come home and they have to do some work and you're going to be getting the bridge. I'm going to go ahead and do the bridge because it's the tooth that was right next to the one where it's missing. And, um, they're, and, and then the one that's further back. So they already have to do work. They already have to do work. And that one's not, it's not really a cosmetic thing. So. Um, so now what's going to happen is they are going to, um, do the root canal on the one that's in front of the missing tooth. Then they're going to put, uh, and then they're going to actually take the two teeth on both sides of that missing tooth and put 
what's called a crown with a bridge. And so it, in essence, it'll be like um, three porcelain kind of teeth in that area. And here's the thing. When it's all said and done, the good news is that, um, you know, I, I won't have any problem with missing tooth. I won't have any problem with the cavity there. I won't have any issue with all that stuff. It's right. a permanent solution. The only thing that's really weird because I because the option was still to have just to just go ahead and have, do a root canal on that tooth and have a crown and then to get an implant. And of course, that that would, you know, about, let's see, 3000 that would have been about uh, it would have probably been about six thousand dollars. Right. Uh, but to do the bridge, it's going to be about just over four thousand. And when it's all said and done. Right. But the After thing the is, they do say that, you know, in that area, you have to learn to floss in between your gum and the bridge. And I'm like, how does that happen? And, and stuff like that. I said, trust me, it's, you know, it's very common. It's not a big deal and stuff like that. And I said, so does food get stuck? And this said, no, no, that food hardly ever gets stuck there. That's really not an issue. But you need, you should clean out that space just to, mm-hmm. to keep your gums clean and stuff like that. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm not crazy about that idea. Uh, but they said, you know, it, 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 it you know, I, it was between that and an implant. And I'm like, I don't know. I, 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 I'm feeling pretty confident that let's just go ahead and do this, get that done. He showed me it and I'm like, yeah, okay, that let's do that. And, uh, I've since then talked to some people that have, um, uh, a bridge and it's not that big of a deal. Okay. So, I'm uh, yeah, it, it's going to cost us. So basically it's going to cost us 4,000, just over $4,000 $4, total to get my dental issues solved. And, uh, last year we couldn't have afforded that. No, we couldn't, but and this year we can, this year we are at a place where we'll be able to do that. And, um, you know, we don't have dental insurance. Um, yeah, but you know, it'll come out of pocket and we'll, we'll deal with it. That's right. It is what it is. Uh, just like that baking pan you were talking about. It is what it is. And then, of course, on top of that, it doesn't hurt or it doesn't help that I just had a client that uh, purchased sixteen hundred dollars worth of podcast equipment. I shipped it to him and then went to his credit card and said this was an unauthorized purchase. <sighs> and then like a grown up hangs up on you when you yeah. call. And when I called it asking what's about what it's all about, when as soon as and, and he confirmed it was him and uh as soon as you announced who i was in here i was in the office i heard it as soon as cliff announced who he was the guy hung up yeah the guy hung up on me so uh be a grown-up yeah anyway that so (laughs) we we may be out that money as well but you know here's the deal it it, you live you learn you move forward right right that's absolutely right and the one thing i've learned is that you know just take care of things take you know the money can money is something that you can earn and generate and I, you know, I try not to let those things stress me out. I'm moving forward. And I think that, you know, having a positive attitude, being thankful for the things, for the blessing. I mean, we're incredibly blessed with health in our family. Absolutely. Sure. Okay. You know, we've had some, our kids have had some dental issues in the past. I have an issue. I, I mean, things come up, but overall we have been so extremely blessed with the health of our family and uh, the things that God's been doing in our lives. And, and the fact that I'm, I'm, you know, it, it, it's, you know, it's going to be, you know, a financial squeeze, but at the same time we have the money to pay for this and, and, uh, you know, I'm not going to go through life anymore, or at least I'm going to attempt to not go through life anymore saying, yeah, but that money could be used for something else and I should just hold on to it. It's like, no, we have that money there. God's blessed us with that money. 
and he you know this needs to be done right and so what are you laughing about i'm i'm laughing at i wonder if 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 i will ever um think of my own health that way because there are things that i have needed to do for some time that i haven't done because something with someone else always comes up and so yeah anyway that's all yeah so that's that and then you have a toyota highlander story well in six 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 park avenue oh yeah i want to talk about that so which one do you want first uh tell me your toyota highlander story okay so i've made it very clear here and everywhere else that um that i want my next car to be a toyota highlander Mm -hmm. i don't remember what um started that or where i don't even remember um how that got into my head but i knew that i wanted um a, a seven passenger um crossover anyway but i'm not sure how it came to be the toyota highlander all right so there is this other family at dance um one of the other dance moms from megan's team who has been um since the beginning of the season um shopping for a new car a dance mom one of the moms from megan's dance team okay if you put your phone down you'd be able to hear my story Uh, No, i'm listening and um so it's another mom on the team has been shopping for a new car since the beginning of the season at the beginning of the dance season and um and i've heard her and her husband over you know there was one day we went to pick the girls up from um the christmas ballet and i heard them um talking about different cars and different options and so i have in my mind totally toyota highlander is what i right that's just that's just the car that i picked that's i have no reason or anything to back it up that's just i don't know where the story came from or or anything but um so they've been they've been actually shopping for a car they've test drove many and um on tuesday night we were um it's really funny how this works when megan was just in a regular dance class um i dropped her off the door and i picked her up at the door but for like the last 15 minutes 20 minutes of class a portion of the parents come in and talk and because like we've become friends too um and so i'm standing there we're talking and she says that she thinks she found the car that she's going to get and i said really which one because i know that you guys have been i know that you've been shopping for quite a while and she says well it's down to the toyota highlander and the honda pilot and i said so which one she's like i really like the toyota highlander i like it a lot i like the way i drive and she's like naming off these things about it she's but i think we're gonna go with the honda pilot because the cargo space in the back is bigger and when we travel for dance competitions the girls have a lot of things that they have to take and so she thinks that the cargo space is um a smarter a smarter way to go right and i am like of all of the things that a car has to offer it comes down to the cargo space yeah it comes down to the cargo space so it was just it was just a funny thing because as we started talking about saving for the car and probably sometime um late next year or early 2014 we'll actually look at purchasing um not a new car off the lot but a used car and so they've already done my research for me there you go they've just confirmed your love for the (laughs) they have they've confirmed my love although um traveling with a family of five 
and all of Megan's dance gear when we go to a competition might be a little tricky in the back of a Toyota Highlander. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, it was just a funny story because all of that and it came down to the cargo space. Nice. But it, it, I think the, the so. funny part is, is that all of this research and it ends up being that the one car that you love is the one that they love the most. Yes. And cargo space is not as big a deal to us as it is no. maybe to them. So very cool. Anyway. All right. So here's the deal. Here is our review, our thoughts on a brand new television show this fall called 666 Park Avenue. And um, I saw this. The reason, the only reason why I was interested at all it's because it's got Terry, Terry O'Quinn. Quinn. It's got John Locke in it. Well, no, it has Terry O'Quinn. It in has it. John Locke in it. <laughs> and if anything, it, it almost has the same kind of, you know, the same characteristics of his character in Lost. How he's like eerie and creepy. Yes. And like mysterious. Mysterious, which makes me think of a Backyard Again song. Yeah. And, but anyway, it he's he's got a really mysterious uh he personality does. In he this. really does. And um, and actually, his wife in the show is Vanessa Williams, right? And um, and and I kind of got to like her through her uh, last season on um, Housewives. Desperate Housewives. Right. I mean, she's a good enough actress, and I've seen her. Uh, you know, while you were watching Ugly Betty, I've seen her act mm-hmm. there a little bit, and it's like she's, I she's got a really nice. I I, I like her. I she's she's really cool. And um, they play husband and wife, Terry O'Quinn and Vanessa Williams. They're, they're husband and wife on 666 Park, Park Avenue. And they have a really great chemistry together. They do. I mean, a very good chemistry together. And the premise of this television show is that this there, it's kind of like if you can imagine a haunted hotel. Only it's not a haunted hotel. It's, it's, a, it's a, an apartment building in New York City. It's called the Drake um and and so this apartment building is mysterious and has an eeriness to it and it kind of if i could describe the feeling it's kind of like the movie the shining which i never saw okay with uh i can't remember that guy's name michael or was it jack nicholson jack nicholson Nicholson. so the creepy horror sci-fi thriller uh the the shining with a little bit of norman bates and uh psycho and I haven't seen that one either and a, you know a little bit of freddy <laughs> krueger nightmare on elm street that's where all my problems lead back to <laughs> and and all if you kind of put all of that together but turn it into a serialized drama on television well that's 666 park avenue right and so here's what it, it leads me to is that how did i even make it through the first episode I don't know. I was surprised that you I, even watched it. I don't like I don't like that feeling of knowing that somebody is walking up behind like even watching it on TV and knowing that, you know, there is some zombie ghost dead woman coming up behind you, you know. I don't like um I just don't I just don't like it. You don't like to be caught off um, guard and, and I, I don't like to be startled. I don't like to be scared. Don't walk up behind me because you might lose an eye. Um I just don't like that feeling. And I do have some dramatic <laughs> memories that go back to um, Freddy right. Krueger and Nightmare on Elm Street. And um, 
and uh, I but I I watched scary movies when I was a kid. Yeah, that, that's what everyone else was watching and the house. So yeah, that's and this goes way back, not at my dad's house. But anyway, um, but I did make it through the pilot. I did think several times that I would turn it off, but then I would get to the commercial and be able to breathe and then see that, you know, oh, well, there's only 15 minutes left. You made it this far. Surely you can make it through the rest. And um, uh, so I am going to, I don't judge a television show by its pilot ever. Mm-hmm. So I will watch the next episode. Okay. Well, that, and it surprised me. I, and if you've you've seen the you've seen the pilot now, the I've seen first the episode, and the fact that you're willing to even consider watching the second episode, I can tell you right now, you're gonna you'll actually enjoy the show. Okay, because I have seen all three episodes. Because I really like Terry O'Quinn. Vanessa Williams did not annoy the crap out of me in this show. Um, she actually gets even better. Okay, it and gets even better. Um, they have. Um, the guy who plays Henry was on Brothers and Sisters, and they have Robert Buckley, who was on One Tree Hill. Um, so lots of people that I recognize um, on the show. And 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 I'll tell you, it. I mean, now here's the thing. It's very adult-oriented. But it's adult. It's haunted. and it, Yeah, it is. It is a quote-unquote horror kind of thing. So, but, there, you know, there's a little bit, you know, because obviously it's kind of like the, you know, the, one of the premises is kind of like, you know, you make agreement, you know, once upon a time has this, you make agreements with Rumpelstiltskin and well, there's, right. you know, there's always a price to pay when you use this stuff, right? <laughs> so the other day, so on Sunday we watch once upon a time, total tangent. Um, and on Sunday they showed a preview for next Sunday's episode mm-hmm. and um, there was a clip of Rumpelstiltskin laughing and so as it as it went off, I mimicked the laugh and Megan turns around and says, you're a little too good at that, mom. Yeah. <laughs> so but anyway, the, there's there's this whole you remember the whole story of, you know, selling. It's kind of like selling your soul. Selling to the your dog. Soul, right. You know, so, everything comes at a price. Yeah. What are like, you willing to pay for what you want? Yeah. You know, it's like I can help you get what you most want but it's going to cost, cost you. you and here's what right. the agreement is. Right. And, and, and there's even the scene where he goes and he's like, you wanted this and I told you what you, what it was going to cost. And you decided that it wasn't worth that cost. Yeah. And so you lose that. And yeah. And, and so it, it, it it's certainly a little eerie, you know, it, it, and stuff like that, but I'll tell you, it is, it's a fun show so far. I've enjoyed the three episodes. It's, it's great to watch on the treadmill. Uh, it is. It, 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 it just is absolutely a, it, it's a thriller. It is a thriller type of show. I didn't know that I would like it. I thought it would be maybe a little too satanic and stuff like that. But, you know, there's some good things about, there are some great phrases in there that talks about temptation and integrity and, and, and all of these other things. And it, it's like, wow, it, this is, I, I like it. It's a fun show. Uh, not one that I thought I would ever really watch, and uh, yet I gave it a try. I've watched the three episodes, and now I'm looking forward to each of the new episodes. Yeah. And I'll tell you, this is out. not a show that I would watch if they cast anyone else as that main character. Yeah. I honestly, yeah. I wouldn't. It's it's like I watched Lost because I wanted to know where Dominic Monaghan was. Right. That's the whole reason I started watching that show, and look at what it brought forth. Exactly. That I mean... For real. For so. real. So there you Not go. Not that I'm going to start podcasting on 666 Park Avenue. No, we probably won't. <laughs> because it creeps me out. <laughs> you really, you don't want to know what I really think. <laughs> but uh, 
Yeah. Yeah. So there we go. We are fun taking extended episode. A fun extended episode. Just a reminder: we will be taking the week off next week, but uh, we'll be back November first with more of what's going on in our crazy lives, the things that we're thinking, doing, and um, what we're watching on television, and yeah. who knows what else. More than you'll ever want to know about us. Yeah. Yep. Cool. Anyway, thank you all very much for the consideration <laughs> of becoming a gspn.tv plus member. You can learn more information at gspn.tv slash plus. I think it'd be great if by the next time we come here, we can say, hey, we've added 23 new plus members. We're now at 600. How about cool. that? There's a goal for you. There's a goal for you. gspn.tv slash Fitbit to learn more about it. gspn.tv slash Fitbit profile to join us. And until next time, live your life with purpose.